Welcome to Love Hip Adventure, where we blog about the marriage relationship, intimacy, and marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. Today's episode, we're talking about why it's important to decide whose main responsibility it is to do certain chores in the household. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think this may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to give it anyway. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I just think that it's important to establish responsibility in marriage. And I think that sometimes we want to, like, buck against that because we don't want to ever say, well, you know, like, putting a husband or wife into a specific category. Well, the wife, she's the homemaker, and the husband is the main income earner or whatever. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. I I don't think that's at all the way way that we've done that. I don't think so either. And it's not even what I'm talking about on this show. I'm really talking more about household responsibilities, as in whose job is it to maintain the vehicles? Whose main responsibility is it to uh, do the laundry or whatever? And in other words, what you're saying is we, we take the approach of figuring that out and negotiating that and whatnot. Right. Not assuming it. Based off of you're the wife, I'm the husband. Right. Therefore, you know, fill in the blank. Whatever. Certain things are your job or my job or whatever. And that's why I wanted to just say here at the beginning, that's not what I'm talking about. Because I think that traditionally speaking, husbands and wives had certain roles in marriage. And this is why I didn't actually say designating household roles or roles in the marriage or Ah, whatever, but really just responsibilities and and here's the reason why. What happens when it's everyone's job to do something? Yeah, what's the old saying? Um, if it's everybody's job, it's nobody's job. Right. So when both of you are thinking to yourselves, it's my job to do the stuff in the household, or it's both of our jobs rather, not just my job. It's both of our jobs. It's like, it's his job. It's my job. We both should um, be taking responsibility for the laundry what happens? The laundry may or may not get done. Yeah. Or one person who is more like, you know, the one that stays on top of laundry ends up being the main person doing it. And I think it just builds a little resentment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, when it's, when it's everyone's job to do something in the marriage, it can be there can be a lot of difficulties. Like I've seen couples actually just run on top of each other. Yeah. And we've done that sometimes in the kitchen too. We don't really work <laughs> super well together in the kitchen for that reason. But if it's both of your jobs to be the one in charge of cooking, well, what happens when one of you took out dinner and the other one had a dinner plan too because you didn't right. figure that out? And I've seen couples struggle with this. I, you know, and I wonder if it's more of a problem um, – when it's like you're saying, if it's, if it's up to both of you. Right. And I would say like, there's some stuff that you and I have, I'm trying to to think of a concrete, concrete example. Um, you know, something stupid, just making the bed every day. Um, I would say a lot of mornings you make it because I'm out of the bed and, and out of the house, uh, before you a lot of times, um, at least three days a week. And, um, but on mornings where, both of us are up at the same time and out of the bed together. Either one of us could end up making the bed. It's usually, right. it's usually whoever like comes out of the bathroom after, you know, doing their hair first, <laughs> you know, like the first one to sort of like get back into the room um, usually does that. But it's the, it's the things where, and, and I think you and I have, have, yeah, I think we've talked about that 
here and there. But it's the things that haven't ever been said that can become, you know, the the big issues where it's right. not been talked about. So it's not it's not really that it's both of your jobs. It's that, like you said, it's it's everybody's job. Like it's, it's everyone's job. Yeah. I, I had a boss so, one time who um, used to drive me nuts with with his model of leadership, where he basically said, "Well, we shouldn't have roles," you know, like. I, we, uh, there's there's no real like hierarchy or responsibilities. It's like everybody's adults here. We should all know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, except that nobody does. Like <laughs> like when you say that, but then if if no one ever says, Austin, I want you to be in charge of fill in the blank. You know whatever whatever task it is, then nobody gets assigned to it. And kind of like everybody thinks that somebody else is going to handle it. Right. Or even worse. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like, is it my place to do that? Like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. (laughs) And then so then, again, nobody ever does it, whether it's out of neglect or fear or whatever it is. And that can easily happen in in marriage, family, home, you know, the whole thing. Um, The kids do this all the time where, um, why don't, all right, kids, set the table, right? And then we get to the table and there's no forks. Why are there no forks? Oh, I thought you were getting them. Well, I thought you were getting them. Well, I thought he got them. You know, right. it's okay. Well, everybody thought it was somebody else's job. And then it didn't get it done. Didn't get done. Or the other thing that happens is one person ends up being the main person to do that chore or task yeah. anyways. And then it the just one that annoy that it annoys the most. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> then it becomes a source of contention. Like, right. well, why didn't you fold the laundry that was on the couch? And so the purse, if it's not really one person's main responsibility, the laundry can sit on the couch for as long as the person who hates folding it will tolerate that. Right. But the other person doesn't. And then I think it can become a source of struggle in the marriage. It's like those little bitty things that just nitpick you to death in marriage. Like mm-hmm. during the honeymoon period or when you're having a good time, you kind of just ignore all that stuff. But then when you really start having real fights, yeah, 10, 15 years down the road, it's that little stuff that right. drives you freaking crazy. And right. so it's easier to have a game plan for that. I think we wrote a whole, a whole article one time called like, it's not about the socks or yeah. whatever, where I would take off my socks at the end of the day and set them beside my bed, fully intending to pick them up in the morning, put them in the hamper or whatever. And then I would come out of the shower and my <laughs> socks are gone. And we used to joke about the sock fairy must have gotten them or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, and I, you and I had to have a conversation one time where you were very upset that I didn't seem to care about this thing that obviously bothered you. And I was like, you're literally doing it before I have a chance to do it. You right. know, like I'm going to do it. And then you were like, well, fine. And, you know, they sat there until I picked them up or whatever. That is kind of one of the things to be reminded about when it is someone's main responsibility for something in the household. You do have to let them do it on their own timetable. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, is I, I really feel like important. you and I have struggled with that. Oh, where, yeah. Um, you just go, 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 go. And, um, and I say go, 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 go as though you're frantically going around. Mm-hmm. You don't, you methodically plod along, but you just <laughs> never stop. So it's by true. the end of the day, you've gotten a lot done. And, um, sometimes in your doing that, you end up doing something that I like, I had every intention of doing that in a couple of hours <laughs> or whatever it was, but you know, you, you did it ahead of me or, right. Or I came along and was like, why hasn't she done this yet? Never mind the fact that you're upstairs doing five other things. You know, like, why hasn't she pulled out the dinner or whatever it is? And um, 
so so how how did we how did we go about then divvying up the various tasks and we're and we're i mean we're talking about kind of all areas of life whether yeah. it's chores around the house responsibilities for the kids at, at this point of the day versus that point of the day versus this point of the week or that point of the week um education finances budgets I, uh, I income think it's just all the things you know, I don't really remember us truly deciding those household responsibilities at the beginning of our marriage, other than I said, oh, I, do. I will cook anything that you want to eat as long as you do the dishes. I, that's really the only oh, thing I remember. You don't remember that night at Starbucks at, at oh. Barnes & Noble? Enlighten the, me. The infamous Barnes & Noble? <laughs> um, we had a uh, premarital counseling book that we oh, were Oh, is this why we had to do all this? This is why we did all this. This is why we figured all this mess yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the um, Achilles old youth pastor did our did our wedding for us, and uh, he recommended a book. Uh, I think it's called Preparing for Marriage, and um, highly recommend it. It was, it was a fantastic resource for us, and I know it's at least a second, maybe a third edition by now. Um, I've recommended it to other couples, and one of the like worksheets that it had in there that was like, you know, a homework assignment type of thing was sit down and talk about who's going to do this, that, and the other thing. And I don't remember a lot of the details about that, but for some reason, one of the things that sticks out in my mind was I re remember writing down on the worksheet, I will take out the trash. I, I don't know why that stuck with me because who cares? It's not like something I hate doing, but I remember writing down, uh, Austin will take out the trash. That was and, at my insistence. I actually what don't really take out trash and I didn't. Like trash right. and grass were kind of things I never did. Yeah. And I remember us talking about that, that um, uh, we had a worksheet that prompted you uh, who's going to take out the trash, do the dishes, cook, be the primary caregiver for the children, uh, work outside the home, do the finances. run the budget. Yeah. All right. those kinds of things. And some of them, if I remember correctly, that was maybe the most helpful uh, worksheet that we had in that book. Because, uh, or, or, or exercise or chapter or anything, because you and I had spent so much time talking in our dating relationship that we had already hammered out a lot of the big stuff. But yeah, that book was like insane though. Cause I remember even asking us like how much we expected to spend on gifts for family oh, yeah. and each other and all this stuff. I'm like, uh, it had a worksheet that we gave to our parents. I don't that, even remember my parents. Oh, I definitely us. remember it. Because so one I, the the big question I remember was uh, there were some questions on there like what do you expect for the holidays so we oh. got that response from your parents and then we got that response from my parents Ooh, you know and all that kind of that's stuff that's another podcast yeah, episode waiting yeah. to happen <laughs> um, one of them was what would you like us oh, excuse me what would you like me to call you so like your parents what did they want me to call them oh. mom and dad. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Beasley, you know, like what, what did they prefer? You know, so there was that a lot was of that kind of stuff. That was very helpful. That I was mean, very helpful. But, but the responsibility part, I think, yeah, has had like ongoing. It was very detailed. Yeah, ongoing benefits. Yes. And, and, um, and by the way, I would say a huge chunk of the things that we filled out on that paper that day, I would, first of all, I would say most of those absolutely carried into marriage. Like oh, it yeah. wasn't just us pie in the sky, you know, dreaming. It was, no, this was our plan. And it wasn't like we got married and went, oh boy, we were so naive. No, it, it, it worked. It was good. Right. And I would say um, years down the road, a lot of them changed. Oh yeah. Either completely flipped, right? You used to keep the budget. You did the budget, paid the bills, ran the finances for... 10 years. 10 or 12 or more. 
And then one day it was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I need you to do this. And I was like, okay. And ever since then, I've done it. Ironically, you now do it for the business. Ha ha. Um, but <laughs> there's been different different things like that. Like I've started doing more cooking, as in any cooking, because I used to do none of the cooking. <laughs> like you always did the cooking. Like if I if I was cooking, it was like our anniversary or something like special. It was like yes. Austin's planning date night. He's breaking out, you know, he's thawing out pork chops or something. Um, so we had a plan, but it wasn't immovable. It wasn't unalterable. And right. I think that was a that was a huge benefit to us. Well, the other thing that it does is if it is someone's main responsibility, that doesn't mean you have to do it. And I think that's what's really important to point out is that while it is generally my main responsibility to cook, I make sure that we have the food in the house and uh, plan or whatever, but it doesn't mean I have to execute the plan every day. It just means that I oh, have yeah. to get it covered. And, and that's just like if you were at a job. If it's your responsibility to do something and you can't do it, then you get someone to help you. So yeah. I think it's helpful, A, because, you know, I'm going to work on it, but there are wait times when I need you to step in and do dinner or whatever. And so it's a good way for you to serve me. Yeah. And then I see that as a service instead of like, well, it's about time you showed up around here and helped out with something, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and so we had uh, that very intentional conversation. Um, I would say that there was maybe a handful of things that we already knew um, that we had already talked about in passing here and there, but it's not really something that you're going to talk about impromptu. Like you kind of need to intentionally have a conversation about, well, who, like you said, whose job is it to make sure the car uh, is in good working order? Who's if, if something in the house breaks, who knows how to fix it or is willing to tinker and learn or be the one who calls the plumber, like right. what, you know, whatever, whatever level of ability it is. And, um, some of that stuff again, um, changed over the years, but the reason that it changed was because you and I had further conversations, whether it was, right. I need some help with this, or I would like to do more of this, you know, those kinds of things. And, and so we just sort of, change them over the years, but a lot of them have stayed the same. A lot of them are just kind of like kind of built into who we are. And, um, some of them are, are based, you know, purely on ability, right? You know, Skill I, set abilities. Yeah, I am the IT department for team reason. Yeah. But I'm not able to do that. Right. I reproduce some more of those people in my life that can <laughs> do that. <laughs> so, what about uh, what about incorporating the kids into that? Um, oh, are you talking about how have we incorporated them? Yeah, responsibilities. Well, I think that as far as those responsibilities go, it you and I really branched out and started handing off some of those things to our children. Yeah, and that's really important to be clear with them as well. I think it's setting them up to, um, A, understand what all goes into running a household because they rotate yeah. their responsibilities. Yep. They get experience doing a lot of stuff they don't like, as, <laughs> long, as well as things that they have no, they don't like it, but they don't like hate it. Yeah. And I think that it, um, it obviously it helps us. It frees up mm -hmm. us up, but. Um, oh, there have been plenty of times where I've told the kids like, Hey, listen, guys, like we have some stuff planned for this weekend, but 
in order to have the time this weekend to do that, we're going to need some help during the week. So can y'all like kick in a little extra or not even kick in extra, just like make sure you do your stuff this do week instead stuff. of waiting for the weekend like you sometimes do. You know, the boys went to camp and uh, I thought for sure that I was going to be like, oh, I'm really feeling all this house, extra housework. But you know what? There was less people in our house, so there yeah. was actually less housework. Yeah. And I was just a little concerned that I had gotten very used to having them there to do all this extra work. And then I realized it's not extra work. They're literally just taking care of themselves. They're picking up. Yeah, they're carrying their weight because uh, it's not like them leaving and not doing laundry meant there was more laundry. It's not like them leaving and not doing dishes meant there was more dishes to do. Yeah, there was no more dishes than normal. Uh, There was less, actually. Yeah, there was was half almost. And and we didn't have to run the dishwasher as often. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. So when they leave, you know, it, when they grow up and, and move out, we're not going to necessarily lose that help. But, but we've, we've also, um, taken and, and like I said, made, made it about preparing them for life. And, uh, for example, we, I always took care of the yard. Um, you did a lot of the, uh, beautification. Yeah. And I do the like gardening that. part. Yeah. But, you know, day-to-day cutting the grass and trimming the bushes and stuff has, has typically been me. And, uh, and I enjoy doing that stuff. But then we started renting for a long time. And when we bought a house again, all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Uh, Trip is old enough to fire up that lawnmower, buddy. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Like, I got a job for Gotta you. learn to do the, yeah. the grass. Yeah. So we, you know, we've spread those things out. And, that, and you know what? A lot of this goes back to the whole team reason thing. A lot of this is, you know, we tell the boys, it's like, listen, we're not giving you chores because we don't like you. We're not giving you chores because we just want to see you suffer. It's just like, if we're going to survive, there's five people in this house, right. a dog and a hedgehog. If we're going to make it, everybody's got to do something except mm. for the dog and the hedgehog. Yeah, I know. Y'all have to obey the dog and clean the hedgehog's cage. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. They, they, it is difficult for them. But at the same time, I think that it's it is good because we are kind of setting them up for like that team mindset for their future home as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think, I don't know if you feel this way, but I do feel like because of our approach to this, it has reduced some amount of fighting and resentment, not a hundred percent because yeah. it is really hard to be the person who does the main something Every day, like I mean, there's definitely been times when I got so tired of cooking and I did not want to cook anymore. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure you have felt that way with other things you do. There's times where I'm like, can you whatever. please just figure out how to use your computer? <laughs> yeah, just, you get just a for today, tired of that. just for today, please. Usually I love it. Um, but yeah, and and it it has helped. And like you said, we're not perfect about it. Obviously, uh, no. we, we have <laughs> fought. This week, I'm pretty sure about some of these things. <laughs> um, I would also say that uh, we, we've, I feel like our conversation has revolved a lot around sort of like the household chores. But there, I think there's other areas that couples need to explore that we've kind of touched on. But things like who, um, who runs the budget, uh, not who runs the budget, but who manages it day to day. I think right. if only one person is doing the budget, yeah, that, that's a problem. That's trouble brewing. Yeah, the two of you need to be involved in like and I writing the budget. That was definitely customary. Like it seemed like a lot of couples I would know, the one spouse was completely ignorant of their actual finances. Yeah. So that's not what we're talking about. But we are talking yeah. about somebody has to be in charge of paying the bills. I think you've got to be together 
and on the same page about what the budget is, but then running that from day to day, month to month. Like you said, writing the checks, paying the bills, keeping the lights on, the water on, paying the credit card bills and you know and all that stuff. Um, who's going to do that? Who is going to... Um, uh, big picture, broader picture, who's going to be working and where? Are both of you going to be working outside of the home? Is that all the time? Um, who's going to be primarily responsible for the day-to-day care of the children? Not that one person parents and the other person sure. doesn't, but the day-to-day caring for the children, is that going to be up to one person, both people? Are you going to get a child care person involved with that? You know, how, how are you going to manage that? Um, what are the expectations there? Because if, if you, by the way, if you go into marriage with assumptions, again, based on culture and, and stereotypes and things like that, you might find yourself in for a surprise. I had a professor in college who, um, one of his favorite stories was he and his wife, and this guy was, you know, probably 65, 70 years old when I knew him, uh, 15 years ago. Uh, he said he got married uh, he and his wife got back from their honeymoon and he said they plopped down on the couch their first night in their new home together. And he, you know, he was kind of pantomiming, you know, put his feet up on the, on the table, his hands behind his head, just relaxing in, in this new life and said, well, honey, what are you going to make us for our first meal together as a, as a couple in our new home? I'm, I'm presuming they just ate at restaurants during the whole honeymoon, I, I guess, say, really? I guess. And, um, and he said, she went pale as a ghost looked at him and said, I don't know how to cook. And it was like, and when he's, when he's telling that story, I wrote the stereotype the rest of the way and assumed that he didn't know how to cook either. And like, what are they going to do? And he said, thankfully he did know how to cook. And so he goes, huh, well, don't worry about it, honey. I'll cook dinner. And he, and he was like, I'll cook dinner tonight. And it turned into, and forever, you know, but he went in with a certain expectation. I don't know what she thought. But they didn't talk about it ahead of time, and it could have been a disaster. What if neither of them knew how to cook or plan a meal or or any of that kind of stuff? Well, a lot know? of couples get in that position. Oh, absolutely. So again, you know, um, th- there's one right there. Who's going to be uh, responsible for uh, meal planning, grocery shopping? Whether that's um, simply getting the list together. Um, you know, there, there's times where Keely, you primarily get the list together, and then a lot of times we go as a family. Sometimes you've gotten a list together and sent me. Sometimes you get a list together and you you go. So the responsibility for like getting the groceries is sort of distributed, but organizing what it is that we need is typically you. Um, meal planning has gone back and forth. For a while, it was only ever you. And then for a stretch of a couple of years, we would sit down every month and write a monthly meal plan. Holy cow, guys. I can't even imagine how, I can't even think about how we did that, but we used to do it. Um, you know, all of these different areas of life. I mentioned education, you know, where are your kids going to go to school? Are they going to be public school, private school, homeschooled? And then who's responsible for that? You know, I know for a fact that when my kids are struggling with algebra, they're not going to mom for help. They're coming to me, right? They kind of know who to go to. (laughs) Yeah. They know on a subject by subject basis who to ask for help. Not only do our children know who to go to on that, they will literally pass their dad on the couch to come ask me if they can have snacks and I will be on the phone. Like your dad is sitting 
Can which, he not answer you about I this? I kind of don't understand because I'm usually more free with that stuff. I'm usually like, yeah, sure. And then you come out and you're like, why are you eating snacks? I don't know why they bypass me. <laughs> but like, Mom is definitely like the, the animals all know it. The kids all know it. Mom know is the one is. who feeds. Mama feeds. Mom will feed us. But they know who to go to and ask. And it's hilarious to me. Or they'll bypass one of us to go to the other yeah. one. Like the kids will pace around the house and they've got something they want to talk to you about, you know. <laughs> Um, an area that I just thought about that you and I haven't ever talked about really is medical care. And that can come up in a couple of different ways. But one of the things that shocked me about you was the first time I saw you saw one of your, see one of your children bleed, you lost your mind. You all sense and common reason went out of your head. And I realized, oh, this is my role. Like, um, you know, medical emergency apparently is my responsibility because Keely can't hang. This is, this is one area where you don't do well. Most right. areas, you are cool as a cucumber, but when one of your kids is bleeding, holy cow. And, Let's um, just be clear. I am very good in medical uh, situations that are like that when it's not my When children. it's not your kids. That's what I'm talking Yeah. That's, so, yeah. yeah, that isn't something that we really discussed. But if but, somebody has to go to the doctor, that's usually going to be me. Yeah, I was going to say, when it comes to setting an appointment, that's typically going to be you. You're, you're better about organizing that kind of stuff. So, again, there's all these different areas in your life. You've got to go over them with, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fighting a cold all weekend. <laughs> yeah, we kind of like gave it to him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whose responsibility is it going to be to uh, pass around the colds around your family? Yeah, who's bringing it in? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, I think the um, I think there is so, so, so many things that we're talking about that maybe if you are have been married for a while and you've never even thought about these things, it's really important to start thinking about and identifying yeah. what do you do versus what does your spouse do or whatever. And then just go ahead and have the conversation. And I'm telling you the reason for this is that I have seen couples who get into like a crisis and they are just every little thing. Every single gripe. Their spouse, had. like, well, he never helps me with dinner. Uh, she never goes and cuts the grass or, you right. know, he never gets gas in my car or whatever. Right. There are these things that just end up biting away at you. And like there, I mean, there is like a whole wealth of responsibility with the children that it's like, you don't even know to ask those questions. Yeah. Like we never said, well, it's going to be your job to make sure our kids have clothing to wear and that they right. don't have piles of stuff in their drawer that don't fit them. You know, right, like those right. are responsibilities. Right. Yeah. And so the the point is, it doesn't matter how long you've been married. It's worth have having the, the conversations conversation. if you haven't. Or even if you have, maybe revisit the conversation. Have them again. Yeah. Hey, is there anything that's uh, that, that's going on that, you know, you feel like you're having to carry the brunt of it and you wish you had some help right. and that I'm not I aware mean, of or whatever. We had to do that when I started working more. Yeah. Like I wasn't, I was like full-time homemaker, homeschool mom, whatever. And then I started working and it was yeah. like, there came this point where I could not get all of it done during the nap. During nap and times, yeah. you and I had to like start going, all right, well, where are you going to pick up and where are the kids going to pick up and how are we going to shuffle this all yeah. around? If we hadn't had those initial conversations, I think we would have really struggled more. Renegotiating is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, and, and it has helped. 
the more times you talk about this, the easier it's going to be, the better it's going to be because you're not letting things sit and fester and, and go unsaid and all those kinds of things. You're absolutely right. A real crisis is not the time to start debating on who does the dishes (laughs) on Tuesday nights or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's tough. So what advice do you have for a couple who, you know, they're kind of already in this position where they're starting to recognize that they're that they are the main responsibility for something in the household and their spouse never helps out with it and and they're kind of stressed about All right. it. All right. So, a couple of things. I would say recognize the difference in personality type. What you perceive as laziness or indifference or malice or whatever may just be a different personality type and may they they may not even be aware that you're seething about this this issue. The other thing is be like be open and honest um with love. You know, don't attack your spouse. Hey, I'd like to talk to you about something rather than like you said, you never do, you know. Um, come at it come at it from a team mentality of hey, I really need some help or I feel like um, I'm drowning or I'm not getting the help that I need or whatever it is. Or maybe you're on the flip side. Maybe you can say to your spouse, Hey, is there, is there an area where I need to help you more? Um, you know, put, put that out there and come at it from the, the, uh, the goal needs to be fixing it, not punishing your spouse. Right. Anytime that you're trying to correct them or punish them or discipline them, anything like that, then you're being a parent, not a spouse. You're not yeah. being a team member. You're being a boss. It's not helpful. No. Um, so, so approach it in that way, but approach it. Don't, don't leave it sitting there for sure. Right. What about you? And I think what's really, see, I deal with a lot of questions that come in on Love Hip Adventure from wives who are completely overwhelmed with parenting and everything and they just want their husbands to do more and maybe the husbands are doing and the husbands are overtaxed as well but it's really important to to get help so it doesn't have to necessarily be from your spouse maybe it means you make simpler dinners or you find money in the budget to Bring in a housekeeper or childcare or yeah. get some friends to help or whatever it is. Or start leaning on the kids. I've seen so many people. Oh, I see a lot of parents dying. who and just, and just this drowning is, in their in their responsibilities and, and right. things that they've got to do just to keep everything running. And I'm like, why aren't your kids doing any of that? And they're yeah. like, Oh, my kids don't do stuff. I'm like, my kids uh, don't do stuff. Well, it's because they don't want to sit there and fight with their kids. And let me just tell you, we fight with our kids. Oh gosh. And sometimes it would be much easier to just do it. Sometimes it would be faster, easier, and less painful to just do it ourselves. (laughs) Uh, But one, in the long run, it does help. It does. And there's times where, you know. Fight with them for five or six years, and then it does pay off. We went to the grocery store, just me and you, last week. And I was like, wow, when the kids are here, they help out a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we've been going as a family uh, for a, a lot recently. And I suddenly was like, oh, man, like it really goes faster. Um, That's when, why when, I've been bringing you. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, so, you know, don't be afraid to, to like you said, reach for outside help outside the, the, the two of you. Right. And maybe that just means bringing your kids on board. 
and getting them to, you know, to pitch in and help out. Not, and maybe not even just with chores, you know, like what other way you know, have them plan meals if they need to. And, and not only is that going to help you, it's going to help them. It's going to be teaching them and growing them, preparing mm-hmm. them for when they're out there doing it on their own. And if you have kids that are very little and you can't really do that feasibly, then I say lower your expectations. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. If the dishes sit in the sink, that's what they have to do. I feel like there was probably five years where we never had a couch without laundry on it and <laughs> dishes at the sink. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. And like when the kids could start doing their own stuff, it did help. But it helped out so much. I mean... That's my real encouragement is for a couple to have the conversation. If if you, like, I mean, honestly, I expect Austin to go get the gas for us, for our cars. But yeah. I let him know that expectation. And I think some spouses have that expectation of their husband or wife, and they didn't ever communicate it. Right. So if you have an expectation of your spouse, and they are just going ahead and doing it, just tell them anyway, because then... <sighs> Or thank them. (laughs) Or thank them. Hey, you know what? I noticed you always do this for me, and that is really very kind. You know, it's like Austin always brings me coffee if he's getting some for himself. I I, I can't think of what it was, but I remember one time you saying to me, I'm really glad that, like, something like, I'm really glad that you've made it your job to fill in the blank, whatever the thing was. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I never thought about that as, like, my responsibility but, I, but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, it, it definitely is. I just never thought about it in that way. So A, it put a name on it. And B, you were expressing real gratitude about it. And I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. The Maybe other thing that that doing this helps is like there's a lot of stuff that your spouse may be doing that you're completely unaware of. Yeah. And if you have these conversations, then all of a sudden they're going to be more aware of it. Right. And this is like a definitely comedy tropes that you see with like the <laughs> stay-at-home moms. Like, what have you been doing all day? You know. Um, so it does it does change your mindset and perspective on your spouse. Like, Absolutely. just be aware. What are your responsibilities? Well, let me list them out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you 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 both may be missing out on true. what so, uh, you know a good chunk of what the other person is doing because you know there's there's large chunks of the day where you're not together. You know, you're at your respective jobs, and so you don't see what the other person is doing, and um, you know, you may not be aware right. of how much they have on them. Um, and there's and a lot. There's a lot that gets expected out of you, like as an adult and as a parent, and things that you never knew. Like I never knew I had to be the tooth fairy. Like I knew it, but I didn't. <laughs> and I'm the worst tooth fairy. I was gonna say I'm the tooth fairy. What are you talking about? Well, neither one of us are very good. We're not at real this. great at it. No, we're not. <laughs> It's like, and other things you didn't know you were expected to take care of. That's right. That's right. First time one of our kids lost a tooth, they were like, should I put it under my pillow? I was like, uh. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And that's what happens in marriage. Like, if you never have the conversation, like, all of a sudden, you you know, your spouse goes out of town, you're like, I didn't even know we had to do fill in the blank. (laughs) Yep. So heaven help them if they died or something. <laughs> you, uh, you, there have been a handful. There have been plenty of times where I've been out of town for a week. Um, there have been relatively fewer times yeah. where you've been gone for like a weekend, or I don't know if you've ever been gone for like a solid week. Uh, I think uh, once in New York, I was gone for like five days. 
Yeah, that's probably the longest. And uh, and I think it was that trip in particular. <laughs> I again, I don't remember the details, but the kids pointed something out. You know, like, well, mom always, and I was like, well, mom in here, is she? <laughs> That's right. Mom is not here. You know, it was like, well, mom always cuts the crust off my bread. I'm like, here's a knife. You know, like whatever it was. It wasn't that, but, you know, something like that where, uh, yeah, I had no idea that you did X, Y, and Z until you weren't there doing it. And the kids let me know. So. Yes. The children will always let you know. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. We'd love for you to head over to loveofadventure.com where we blog about a lot of things intimacy and marriage, the relationship, date nights, all kinds of content over there. So check that out. And also don't forget to join our newsletter, lovefortheventure.com slash newsletter. You'll get your, you'll get our free sexy truth or dare. And we will send you information every week about our latest blogs and any anonymous questions that come in on our form. So this is the most exclusive content that we offer on that newsletter and it's free. Thanks so much. And we'll chat with you next time.